daily basis and I am your host Karen Davis Thompson and I'm gonna see if I can do this y'all okay wait wait I'm gonna see if this is gonna work hold on okay can you hear it wait it's my birthday y'all Okay, 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 okay. So, I know that sounds really, really weird. My y'all ought to see. My son is looking at me. Right, I'm in the office, and I am jamming to Stevie Wonder. And my baby is like, "What is happening?" <laughs> so anyway, it is my birthday month. Yay! I know that somewhere you guys are celebrating. I know, I know you are. Um, so my birthday is on May 14th, and normally, I'm not one who does the whole month celebration thing. I have a sister not gonna say her name amber who celebrates y'all she starts telling us about her birthday about 45 days out we get like a whole countdown on social media lord jesus i'm typically not one who does that however i have a lot to celebrate this month uh because we are relaunching the nonprofit arm of in my shoes it is sisters empowering women it's a nonprofit that my sisters and i started several several years ago um, it's been dormant for a while and they were gracious enough to allow me to fold it into In My Shoes because it's such a great alignment with what our mission is here at IMS. And so what we do with Sisters Empowering Women is work with uh, women of color and girls of color to help them find their voice, to be bold, uh, to speak their truth unapologetically. Uh, we have mentored young ladies in the past and we'll be doing that again. We have taken them um, on retreats so that they could just get a feel for what it's like to be somewhere else and talk to them about real life issues that are going on. We've worked with women um, who were trying to get back on their feet after they've lost a job. We have a gowns for girls program where we provide gowns for girls for prom and homecoming who cannot afford them. And uh, we are also going to be giving away journals to girls of color going into, into their senior year. Uh, because this is an unprecedented time and we don't know what this year is going to hold for them as they go into becoming seniors and this journey into adulthood that they're going to be taking. Uh, maybe they'll be the first class to get back to some sort of normalcy, but maybe they won't. Who knows? But I think it's important for them to have a space to write down how they're feeling. Writing is such an important skill set. It's such an important part of being able to communicate. Um, and what I love about journaling, as you guys know, is that you can write down how you feel and there's no judgment. You can get it all out um, and it makes it easier for you to then know how to express yourself when it's time to communicate to others how you're feeling. And so we want to be able to give away as many of these journals as possible. We're also going to have a journal slash planner for our educators of color who have been on the front line in the trenches helping these babies to take this road into becoming an adult. And so we want to give away as many of those as we can for free. I already have ladies who've requested the journal um, who are going to their senior year. I already have teachers who are asking for them. And so I want to be able to give away as many of them as possible. So I am hoping that in honor of my birthday month, I'll be, it'll be May 14th is my birthday. So in honor of that, I am hoping that you will consider donating to Sisters Empowering Women. All of what you will need to donate, I am going to put in the show notes. I want you to uh, send your the link to your friends, to your family, because we're gonna be donating not only in my home state of Florida, but all over. So uh, as people reach out to me and say they know somebody who could use the journal, I wanna be able to send it out. 
and let them know that your generous donations made it possible. So again, it's Sisters Empowering Women. It is the nonprofit arm of In My Shoes. And any donation is welcome. If you donate $50 or more, we will send you out one of our designer pins as a thank you. I'll reach out to you. You can tell me what colors you want. You've probably seen me promoting some of them on social media. And um, each one is different. They're all handmade. And so I would love to be able to send that to you. So for a gift of $50 or more, you can do that. We'd also love it if you would consider a reoccurring gift because we want to be able to give out as many of these as possible. The next one that we want to give out is we've put one together for women um, who are going through the grief process. Uh, we started with the woman that we gifted one to who uh, lost uh, an infant child. And it's got to be a really difficult time. And it's such a loss that only if you understand, uh, we gifted one to her for her to be able to write down um, what she was going through. And she mentioned that, um, you know, her doctor had suggested that she journal and that the gift was right on time. And so we gave that to her. And so that will be the next one that we want to be able to give to people through the nonprofit. So know that your donations will be going to a great cause. We are a 501c3, which means that all donations are tax deductible. And we are happy to give you a receipt to that uh, effect for your taxes. So again, they are all tax deductible donations. So share it with your friends. We would really appreciate your support. So that's what I'm asking you to do in honor of my birthday. Also in honor of my birthday, I am going to be taking the rest of the month off from the mic to rejuvenate and to recharge. I think that's also uh, something important to do. And while I'm doing that, I'll be doing some rewind episodes. And uh, I wanted to, before I take that break from the mic though, talk about a few things that are going on in May. May is full of things that we need to commemorate. And I would be remiss if I didn't do some of that before I take that break. And the first one, you know, what I'm talking about now just really rolls well into that. It is National Mental Health Awareness Month, and I'm going to do a rewind with Natasha Pierre. She is our director, executive director here in my county for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And it's such an important thing to discuss. And she had a great uh, wealth of knowledge that she shared. And so I think it's a wonderful one for me to rewind. So look for that. It'll probably be the one we do next week. Um, but there are a few things about mental health that I wanted to share my own feelings on that since this is my only live show that we're going to be doing for the month of May. Three things actually. And the first one is never ever be ashamed if you feel like you want to get therapy, if you want to go to therapy. Uh, I think I've talked about this before and there's data to back this up in communities of color. Talking about mental illness and mental health is not something that we do regularly. And when it comes to therapy, in a lot of circles, not all, because these are generalizations I'm making, but in some circles in communities of color, we think that therapy is for white people. That's what white people do, right? And so we don't always seek the help that we may need. There's no shame in it. Uh, you can um, you know, go to a site like NAMI to perhaps find someone in your area you can talk with your healthcare provider. Uh, they may be able to recommend someone. Your, your insurance carrier should have a list of providers. There's typically um, an arm for mental health and they might be able to get someone that you can talk to, give you recommendations. I always like to get recommendations from others in my circle. So the therapist that my baby girl has seen for the last, um, my God, since she was about six or seven, was a woman of faith 
because I'm a person of faith and that was important to me. My husband and I have even had sessions with her because when you have a child with the kinds of disabilities that my daughter has or a child with disabilities in general, it can really wear on a relationship. It's hard to take out the time for one another. You know, one person may feel like, hey, I'm carrying the load and I need help, etc. So just making sure that we were on the same page and remembering that outside of being parents, we're in a relationship that was important to do. And so we even had a few sessions with her and she's been absolutely wonderful with my baby girl. They do still have sessions. They went regularly when she was younger and now it's more when she asks to see her um, that they'll have a session. And so um, I encourage you to do that and to never ever be ashamed if it's what you feel you need uh, because uh, we all gotta do what we need to do to be okay. And so never be ashamed of that. It isn't something you have to share with people. It's totally up to you, but don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it. The second thing is, and I know this almost sounds cliche and we see it everywhere, where we talk about self-care not being selfish. And I read something one day when one person was saying, like, we think people can go too far with that. Um, And it's not that we're talking about not, you know, taking care of those who depend on us. That's not what we mean. But, you know, I say this a lot and I really mean it and believe it. You cannot pour into others from an empty cup. So if you are depleted, What exactly are you going to be able to give to those uh, who depend on you? And so there are small things that we can do. Maybe you take the burden off of you and decide, today I'm not cooking. Somebody else is going to handle it, whether it's your spouse, whether it's a child who may be a great cook, whether it's we're going to eat out, right? But you, you pick a time every couple of weeks and I'm not cooking. Just take that weight off of you. Or you may say, tonight, when the kids get in bed, when that's done, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm somebody who hates dirty dishes in the sink overnight. It sends me somewhere. (laughs) Um, But decide that tonight, I'm not going to worry about this. Uh, If there are clothes on the floor, whatever, I'm going to bed when they go to bed. Or I'm going to get in the bed. Now, you may veg out and watch a movie until you fall asleep. You may be so tired that you, you know, before you hit, hit the pillow, you sleep. But decide that I am not going to spend the next two hours picking up, doing this and that. I'm going to get a good night's rest or just lay here and allow my mind to just veg out. So it could be small things that you do to take care of yourself. But it's important because if you don't, you will not have the energy to take care of those who depend on you. Um, You know, I'm a part of an organization here. She's been a guest on the show. Her name is Andresia and she has um, an organization called More Than a Mom. And what she talks about is so true. When you spend so much of your time and energy focused on your children, it really puts a lot of people at, they're out of sorts when these children become adults and they get older and they don't need the same level of care from us that they needed when they were younger. And so making sure that throughout this journey of motherhood, you figure out who you are and all of that. You know, I'm at the stage where my kids are older. I'm, I'm, I'm technically an empty nester. I mean, my son lives here and I have a daughter who will always need help. But I'm technically an empty nester. We're not talking about the same level of participation as there was when they were little. And so how do I know who I am if I never took the time to really look into that when they were little? And so I'm having a great time doing the podcast, working on my business, you know, um, rejuvenating the nonprofit, uh, because this is time that I can spend on things that I want to do because they don't need me as much. And it's hard. Uh, You know, I talked to another girlfriend and her daughter. Um, was 18 
and needed to make a decision about, I think it was her gallbladder, were they going to take it out or did they want to wait a little longer, see if the medicine worked? And the child was in absolute tears because she wanted her mama to make the decision because, you know, they just wake up one day and they're 18 and now they're supposed to like handle their lives, right? So the night before, if they had made that decision the day before, the mom could have made the decision, but now you're 18. So you went to bed 17 and I was able to call the doctor and get information about your medical records and you wake up 18 and I can't do that anymore. I have to get permission from you, right? So it's a transition for everybody. And just making sure that you're ready for that and that you know who you are, that's a form of self-care. And so it's okay to take some time out for yourself. And it's not selfish. It's actually very necessary if you're going to really be able to be there for those children who are depending um, on you, the spouse that's depending on you, the, the, you know, the older you know, parent that might depend on you. You can't be there for them if you're not there for yourself. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is I want all of us to try to practice a gratitude mindset. It is a mindset and it can change your outlook. And I know that can be difficult. Some of you may be going through some really difficult stuff, but if you can just find one little light, you know, my dad, as you know, is a pastor and he always talks about how light, no matter how small, can chase away darkness. If you're in a pitch black room and you get just a pin light, that room is no longer pitch black. That light is gonna permeate and penetrate through that darkness. And so if you can just find one thing to be grateful for in all of the darkness, it can change your entire outlook. It can change your entire mood. And you can write about it if you journal, you know, there are gratitude journals, you can do that. You can just wake up and say, Today I am grateful for, or before you go to bed at night, today this is what happened and I'm grateful. And it can really, really change your outlook. And so I encourage all of you to practice that. And it is, it's practice because there's a lot of stuff happening. A lot of things have happened to us in 2020 and even into 2021. But we have to find that just that little bit of light um, to be able to kind of come out of that. So those are the three things as it relates to Mental Health Awareness Month that I wanted to share that I hope are helpful to you. And definitely Natasha will have uh, a lot more that you can glean from when I do the rewind of her episode. It's also Foster Care Awareness Month. And if you know anything about me, you know that that is a cause that is also near and dear to me. I am a former foster parent. And when I look back on it, I was really, really young. I was in my 20s as a foster parent and my like mid 20s. And um, even though we were not able to adopt all of the babies that we cared for, I am so honored and uh, I feel so privileged to know that wherever those babies are right now, because they're all adults, all my babies are grown, that we had a part in making sure that at least for the time that they were with us, they knew love, they knew what it was to be nurtured and cared for. If they were delayed, we moved heaven and earth to make sure they got what they needed if they um, were not getting the services that they were entitled to, we fought for them to get those. Whatever they needed, we were there to give that to them. And so they knew unconditional love while they were here. And there are hundreds of thousands of children. I hope y'all can't hear my baby law. I don't know what he's doing out there, but it's noise everywhere. Anyway, um, there are hundreds of thousands of children in the United States 
who go to bed every day without knowing what it's like to have somebody that they can call mom and dad. And they're going to wake up without knowing. They will turn 18 and they will do what they call age out of foster care. They will age out of the foster care system, which means that they will grow up without a family to call their own. And that is so heartbreaking. You know, I just talked about, you know, what it's like. These babies grow up and they turn 18 and their entire world changes. And there's nobody there to walk them through that process. You know, when my son turned 18, we had a very frank discussion. There are things that may happen now that when you were 17 last night, I might have been able to take care of and intervene. Now that you're 18, you don't woke up 18, whole new world, sir, whole new world. And my daughter struggles with it. Things are different now that she's legally an adult. And so to not have people to walk you through that process, because it's a journey. You don't just turn 18 and you're just full of knowledge. You still need a, a group of people, a village to help you through that and to know that there are hundreds of thousands of children in this country who will not know what that's like breaks my heart, who will not know what it's like to have somebody call, you know, that they can really lean on and depend on. And so I implore you to really learn more about foster care and see how you might be able to do something to help. Remember we talked about that darkness where you could be that little pin light, whether it's donating to a cause that is for children in foster care, whether it's becoming a mentor, maybe you could do respite, which is where you don't have the children when you're in your home all the time, but if the foster parent needs to go on vacation or needs a break and the child for whatever reason can't go, like we always took our children with us but there may be times because you have to get court orders and all that you don't just roll up and go out of town with the baby and if they're not allowed to take them for whatever reason there's a whole lot that goes into it if they are going to be sick for a week or two you could do respite where the child could come to your home while they are um, not able to be uh, with whatever foster parent or group home that they were in you can do respite you might be able to just um, volunteer in some capacity or if you really feel compelled you can become a foster parent. And if anybody is listening to this who's been thinking about it and they're maybe just on the fence, I hope that this will give you the push, the voice you need to say, daughter, son, become a foster parent. You've been thinking about it. It's been on your heart. Do it. Because these babies really need us. They need us. Um, there is a disproportionate number of them who are children of color. Um, you know, I read an article at how hard this pandemic has been for them uh, because their whole routine is messed up. And when you don't have a family, if you live in a group home, you know, you can't go to cousin so-and-so's house or whatever. You don't have all of that. And it's been really, really tough for them. And so um, I just implore you to just really, you know, look it up. You, you, you can find out the statistics for yourself. And we definitely need people who are willing to take our older babies. And I know it can sound scary because the longer the child is in care, yes, the more difficulties they may face. But it's just because they want somebody to love them. And if you've been bounced around from home to home, I'm going to test you to see if when you say this is my home and you love me, I want to know if you really mean it. So I'm going to see if I break your, you know, antique vase. Will you love me? If I get in trouble at school and now you got to go down there two or three times in a week, are you still going to love me? You know, they're going to push the envelope 
because they want to know if you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And when you say you love me, when you say I'm welcome here, when you say I can be me here, do you really mean that? Or are you going to be like the last five homes I was in? And when it becomes too much for you, move me off to the next group of people. And when you've been let down that many times, you have your defenses up. Anybody would. But they just want somebody to love them. And so if you have a heart for that, if you've been thinking about it, I urge you to truly make that commitment and do it. Because these babies really, really need that. And so I hope that that touches somebody to think about becoming a foster parent. Um, also, it's Mother's Day. And how can I not say Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, like a moms, God moms, aunties, big mamas who listen to In My Shoes. And so if you're out there listening, Happy Mother's Day. And it truly takes a village. So you may not be raising a child in your home, but you may be that auntie that helps out. Because truly, without the support of my village, my husband and I would have been in trouble a lot of days when we both had late meetings and these babies got to be picked up. So mom, my mom, my dad, you know, we'll talk about that for Father's Day, but he was a part of my, he was a part of my circle, but my sisters, you know, were there to say, okay, I can pick him up. I can get her. I'll make sure they get to the doctor. You know, one night, one time I, my crazy butt, I had gotten a flu shot and had the flu and it took me about 48 hours. So to figure that's what it was. And my husband was at work. I'm laid up. And then my son was like, Mama, is it cold in here? And I thought, oh, my Lord Jesus. <laughs> well, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the energy to take him. My sister picked him up, took him to the walk-in. He had the flu as well. So she was able to do that. My husband and I both got a stomach flu when he was maybe nine months old. He didn't need to be home with that. One of my sisters picked him up, and they kept him for the weekend while we recovered, and I was able to sanitize the house to make sure all of that was out of there before I picked him up. What would we have done without the village? Because we were both hard down sick. I mean, oh, sick. And that, you know, those stomach bugs are contagious. We got it from each other. So I didn't want the baby to come home and get sick. What would I have done if I didn't have that village? And so any woman who's been a part of your village, make sure that you acknowledge her this weekend for Mother's Day and tell her happy Mother's Day. I want to give a special shout out Mother's Day to my baby sister. This will be her first Mother's Day. She's a new mom. My niece Pooh is seven weeks old and she is a cutie. And I'm going to have her come on at a later date and share her own journey uh, to motherhood. But there is nothing like the first one. Um, as much as she's been there for my kids and for my sister's kids, and we always honor her as auntie every year, and we will continue to honor her as auntie. There's nothing like getting those cards from your own baby for Mother's Day, getting the world's best mom, you know, having somebody call you mom if that's something that you've dreamt of and she has for a long time. And so I have to give a special shout out to her and all the first time moms um, because it's a special time and a wonderful experience. And so happy special Mother's Day to my little sissy Amber and uh, hoping that the weekend is all that you will dream it to be as a new mom. Also, so much in May. Would be remiss if I did not give a shout out to all the teachers out there. It's Teacher Appreciation Week. And it's also Nurses Week. So a shout out to all of the nurses. I wish that they would not have them in the same week. I don't know whose bright idea that was. But I think in this week alone, you know, you celebrate the whole week. But I think Nurses Day is today and Teachers 
National Teachers Day was yesterday or Tuesday. So it's all right here in the same week. Uh, but we need our teachers. It's been a rough time for them as well, some of them. And I'm going to actually be airing an episode in June. It'll be a new one where I'm going to do a follow up with two of the teachers that I interviewed several, several months ago. Um, and just to give an update on what's going on. And a lot of these teachers are now having to teach some kids virtually while they also have kids who are sitting in the classroom. So if the Zoom link goes down, they're trying to deal with that while they're dealing with students who are actually now in the classroom. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, and so shout out to all of our teachers. If you have not thanked a teacher this week, please be sure to do that. And also love to all of the nurses. If you have not thanked a nurse this week, please do that. This pandemic has been really, really rough for them. I have a few friends who are nurses and um, the lows and the highs that they've been through, the lowest of the lows when you see hundreds, sometimes thousands of people coming into your hospitals with COVID, and a lot of them didn't make it, all ages, all ethnicities, and then the highs of somebody who it looked like they weren't going to be able to make it and they turned it around, the lows of watching people who are fighting about putting a mask on, and you know some of them talking about how it just felt almost disrespectful. Here they are risking their own lives. You know, how do you keep your kids safe when you're around this virus that at the time there was no uh, vaccine for? And you have your own family that you're trying to keep safe and you're coming off a 12-hour shift and people want to fight about a mask. And so just the disrespect they felt from that um, to all of it, you know, to the highs of being able to get in that line and be the first to get vaccinated. And so it's just been a tumultuous year. So if you have not, thanked a teacher and if you have not thanked a nurse stop for me and do that sometime this week so i definitely wanted to get that out before um ending the episode also wanted to let you know that we're also ending season two with this episode this will be the last episode of season two i looked up and i was past the 30 episode mark i tried to do 30 episodes per season and looked up and went oh my god i think i'm on like 33 or 34 or something like that and so when we come back in june we will have a great guest for you i'm not going to tell you who she is but they have a show on tlc and this is an interview i did months ago and there's just been so much that happened in 2020 that it just didn't, I, I never could see the best place to air it. And then I wanted it to air while their show was on. And so um, I've been keeping in, keeping up with it. And it looks like it's supposed to premiere their season two in June. So it's a great time for me to premiere that episode. And so um, I want you to listen in to what she has to talk about. And um, it was a wonderful interview. And it was almost talk, like talking to an old friend. So I want you to tune in for that. Um, but um, also know that for the rest of May, we're going to have some great we rewind episodes. We're going to start with Natasha Pierre, as I said, with NAMI um, and do a few more. You know, I am an optimist and I think that we get new listeners every week to In My Shoes. And so if you're new, it gives you a chance to go back and listen to the ones that maybe you've missed. If you've been a faithful follower, go back and listen to one that was a fun one that you loved. Um, you know, bring somebody along and say, this is a podcast that you need to be listening to. Um, so we'll be doing all of that throughout the month of May and then starting with brand new episodes in June. Super excited about that. Um, I think that's all I had for you today, guys. It was going to be a short one. Again, don't forget, 
We are excited about the relaunch of Sisters Empowering Women and grateful for all of you who will be donating so that we can give out as many of these journals as we can. I am so, so looking forward to being able to do that. So I want all of you to uh, enjoy the rest of May. Be sure that you do what I've asked you to do. Thank a teacher. Thank a nurse. Say happy Mother's Day to all of those women who are part of your tribe. Be sure to donate to Sisters Empowering Women in honor of my birthday. So until we have a chance to meet and talk in June, be blessed. <laughs>